All right, I got a question from Chad, and it's kind of long, but um, I just think it's so important, and I just want to read what he writes and get your your uh, opinion on this. Chad says this, I'm serving as a missionary to Ukraine at the moment. As I write this, the Russian military is attacking all throughout the country, and there is a full-fledged invasion taking place. The people and churches here are finding themselves huddled in bomb shelters and metro stations, praying for an end to this madness. We are praying for God to lift up and to protect the vulnerable, and for God to also cast down the proud. The churches are all working hard, not just to pray that God protects the vulnerable, but also to work to protect people uh, from themselves. I mean, from uh, uh, the, the people themselves. Wouldn't it make sense that we likewise not just merely pray that God casts down the proud, but also worked to help make that reality real? As the invading forces move in, the citizens are being called to take up arms, not to go somewhere and invade a weaker enemy, but to defend their own homes, their own families, and their own children against a far stronger force. None of them ask to be in this situation, but I am seeing the majority of our church members more than willing to do this. No one in Ukraine sees the act of defending their children as anything but a sacrificial laying down of their own lives to protect the innocent. I have often wrestled with pacifism over the years, but now I'm realizing that I've been wrestling with it from the comfort of my far-off home in America. Experiencing this makes me wonder if pacifism truly is a universal virtue here in this fallen world, or if it's instead a quaint idea for privileged people living without the threat of tanks in the streets. What is the pacifist solution for Ukraine right now? Wow, that is a, uh, a mouthful. Uh, lag going on there. Um, what was the guy's name? Chad. Who wrote that question? Chad. Chad. Thanks, Chad. I, I appreciate it, and I appreciate what you're doing over there in the Ukraine. Uh, you know, I, I have to first say that that you can't help but empathize with with the Chad and, and with the people that he's he's working with. Um, in that in that context, it, it is easy for me to sit over here in America and 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 advocate pacifism. Uh, it's a whole lot easier to do it when you're not being shot at than when you are being shot at. And 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 so I, I I'm very empathetic to this. Um, I'll just say this. I'll start with this and see where it goes. Um, it, it it is true that it's easy to be a pacifist when you're in a safe context and you're not threatened. Um, it, it's uh. No doubt. But there have been pacifists in really tough Ukrainian-like situations. And the early Anabaptists were being slaughtered by other Christians, and and and, and yet they, they didn't fight back. Um, Christians have often suffered unjust uh, punishment from others without fighting back because of their pacifist convictions. Um, in fact, you look at Jesus, and, and uh, he, he's, I would argue, the quintessential pacifist in the most extreme situation imaginable, where he's now being delivered up for trial unjustly, and and he's going to be beaten and crucified and all the rest. And he could have called legions of angels, um, but he didn't, because uh, that's not his way. And Peter, he could have used the, the sword. Peter tried to defend him, but Jesus rebukes him for using the sword. Um, and, and then we're taught in Scripture to follow his example. So the example that we're given to follow is one where Jesus is choosing peace, nonviolence, in the most extreme situation imaginable and the most unjust situation imaginable. And so I don't see how 
there's any wiggle room for me to back off on my convictions because the situation is really, really, really tough. I think I, as a follower of Jesus, have got to be uh, walking with and living with the mindset that I, I need to be willing to choose to die rather than kill and choose to have my wife get killed rather than kill or my children. Uh, that is the cost. Um, and in certain contexts, it means you will certainly die. Uh, but I think that's that, that that's that's what we're called to. Now, is universalism a universal virtue? Um, I, I, well, if I want to say yes, of course. Uh, I, I, but here's my hesitancy: the 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 universalism that I advocate is a distinctly kingdom one. My motive for being pacifist is is simply because I'm a follower of Jesus. I, I don't do it because it makes pragmatic sense. Now, some can argue that that pacifism always makes uh, good sense; that it is a solution to everything. And I'm not sure I I, I agree with that. Um, does God call nations to turn the other cheek? I wrote an essay on that in in, in a book uh, called "A Faith Not Worth Fighting For." And I, I in the New Testament, I don't see that God calls us to turn the other cheek. His followers, God calls us to lay down arms. But uh, in Romans 13, we can see that God is working through sword-wielding governments to bring about as much justice as possible. So is there a here's the thing. As a kingdom person, um, I, I don't feel I'm compelled to ha have a solution for all the problems of the world. And I, I, I'm not called to fix the world. I, I'm called to bear witness to a different kingdom. And, and, and uh, yeah, so whenever... And whenever Christians have tried to now fix the world or find solutions for everything. This is what happens when we, when, when the church becomes Christendom. Um, it's like, well, but now we got to run the world, and now you have you put on a total different different thinking cap. It's a totally different world if you're trying to run the world on the one hand, or if you're just trying to bear witness to a different world, the, the kingdom of God. I think we're called to bear witness, uh, and that doesn't mean we always have solutions to the world's problems. Yeah. Well, that's really well said. I think um, uh, uh, one other thing is that I would agree with him that, you know, maybe we should go beyond just praying uh, and, and do things. And certainly people in the UK should do things to maybe help bring an end to this war. But to do things is not synonymous with kill people. Uh, yeah. And 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 so in all in all the ways possible that you could obstruct this, this uh, killing, do that. Uh, and whatever you can do to begin to turn the tide of this rage, do that. But picking up arms, uh, it, it goes, my understanding of what it means to be a Jesus follower prohibits that.